You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 372 with Amber Sandberg. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Well, hello, everyone. So here in Nashville area, we are on 500 days of a snow day. Um, so last week we had MLK and we are still out of school today and I'm recording this Monday and this airs tomorrow. So hoping that the kids go back tomorrow, uh, when you listen to this, hopefully it will be today. Um, and I don't know about you, but I'm kind of tapped out every, having everyone home and, um, everything being unstructured time has been interesting. And I'm recording this the day before this airs because I, I don't know. It's like, I, I didn't even know what day it was half the time this past week because, um, you know, this is how it goes, right? So everything kind of got all over the place and here we are. And so I'm, I'm hoping to get back into a normal schedule. <laughs> so if you are finding yourself in this position, I feel for you. I really do. If you are loving this and thinking this is the most amazing magical time, I wish I felt that way. I mean, there were magical moments, but I mean, for the most part, listen, Okay. My kids had a half day, December 15th and didn't go back to school till January 3rd. That's a half a month people. And then, and then to have this much time off. And then we have a four day weekend in February. Okay. Then we have spring break in March and then good Friday is in March because Easter is in March (laughs) and then they don't have anything April and then boom, they're out of school in May. So there you go. Now we're in summer. So anyway, um, I, I wanted to do this episode today because I think this is um, something that comes up for people. And I don't know, maybe you find yourself during this break eating a lot more, um, doing things that you normally don't do. And maybe you've lost weight and you're kind of like, man, I probably put some weight on eating uh, to buffer my feelings uh, of everyone being home. And or maybe you haven't lost weight and you added some weight on because of what I just said. I don't know. Um, that's very easy. Like that's what happened to me during the pandemic. I'd lost all my weight in 2019 and then the pandemic started in 2020. Right. And I had gained five pounds, which was weird because I had, I was trending down for 10 months in 2019. And can I just say something to you that like, it makes me feel good that I can say that I lost weight in 2019 and people not just assume everything is Ozempic. I mean, I, I, I really feel for people that have lost a lot of weight today because that they will automatically just assume you're on Ozempic. And I don't even know if people are even believing anybody when they say they haven't lost. So the fact that I had lost almost 60 pounds. Okay. And this is going to tie into the story and it wasn't with Ozempic you know, and back then people are, they're not questioning you. So, I mean, like, like, let me just fast forward. Like say I lost 50, 60 pounds in 2023, 2024. Are people going to be like, did she really, did she really lose that weight without Ozempic? So I'm kind of thankful for that because I did lose it without Ozempic and all that. So uh, I'm thankful for that. But what I'm going to say to you is this. So in the pandemic, I put on five pounds, which was so weird for me because I was trending down. And 
it was like, oh my gosh. And then my dad had passed away later in that year. And I noticed I gained another five pounds. So I kind of sat more at 50 pounds of weight loss versus closer to 60 pounds. Um, And then I just kind of stayed there. Um, And so what I'm saying is, I think I did that because I was stuck at home with everybody. And then I was trying to like, I don't know, survive and trying to manage my emotions and all these things. And and so, you know, I think snow days can do that to you, like, especially when you've been off for over a week. And so, um, you know, so talking about gaining weight back or gaining weight, I think can bring up a lot of shame. And during this week, I, I noticed an article um, on Rebel Wilson, and she had lost a lot of weight during the pandemic, I think. And she, in this article said that she gained 30 pounds um, after weight loss due to stress. And this is where she's quoted. It makes me feel bad about myself. And here's a person who has a lot of money. Uh, she's an actress and she worked really hard to get this weight off and she feels bad about herself. And so I think that this is very common. I know I felt bad gaining 10 pounds, kind of like what in the world? Like I thought this was it. I thought I was never going to gain weight. And you know, the reality is it depends on what's going on in your life. Like what were the circumstances that you were able to lose weight? And then what were the circumstances that you put that weight on? Right. And that's what we're going to be talking about. And I want to say, you know, the thing with shame and guilt. So shame is something wrong with us. That's what shame means. Like there's something wrong with us and guilt is something I did wrong. And so I do want to, you know, make sure that you guys understand those different definitions. And so I was just thinking about all of this and thinking, how so many people probably struggle with this and it really impacts them. And then it kind of probably throws them on the path to maybe gaining even more weight. And so I was thinking about this, right? In other areas of life, we might have a setback, but for some reason with gaining weight back, it feels so personal and bad. And so what I want to say to you is, you know, if you find yourself in the spot that you've gained weight, I want to encourage you to never give up that, that, that is like what I did. I never gave up. And I'm going to go into this a little bit more closer to the end, but, but that is my main premise is, is don't give up. Okay. And so when I talk about, you know, how I'm done struggling with, you know, weight for like, generally speaking, I'm going to add that the most, the most, for the most part, because I do think, you know, there can be things that throw you off, right? Hormones, uh, what's going on in your life right now. There can be things that kind of can make your weight pop up, Um, but for the most part, I don't stress about it. Now I'm also not trying to be a size zero, you know, and like getting down so low and, and just being as thin as possible. Um, I am at a weight that when I was younger, this would have been my heavier weight, but those are decisions I've had to make. So I say all of this because I do, I want you guys to be realistic when you're thinking about you know, your size that you want to be, because you could be a certain size and feel amazing. And you may be like, yeah, I would have thought that was overweight for myself. You know, if I was that, yeah, that would have been me. I would have been like, wow, like this is where you landed. This is like your heavy weight. And for me right now, I can, I can kind of live the life I want without too many restrictions. I think if I, if I went down 20 pounds even 10, I notice I have to shift my eating, you know, with hormones, my age, all the stuff, right? Like, so I do want you guys to think about this because 
sometimes we gain weight back because it's too hard to maintain it, or you don't want to live the life that you have to live to maintain the weight. So you have to pick, is that weight more important, like that number, that size, or is how you live your life and how you feel in your life more important, even if you are at a bigger size. So that is the first key because if you are not realistic with that and you get down to a low number and then you can easily pop up by eating just a little bit over, that may not be realistic. And then, you, and then you're gonna bring on all the shame so I do want you to think about this. I also want you to think about, are you in perimenopause? Are you in menopause? That may pop up your weight and you may be struggling against it and then and, and bring on the shame. And really you may have to just adjust. And I'm not saying to just give up. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not just saying, well, you might as well just gain whatever. That is not what I'm saying at all. But to really just be like, what is probably realistic? A lot of things that I've heard is like, people's weight may stay the same, but their body has shifted. Their clothes don't fit the same with perimenopause and menopause. So I just want to throw that out there. It's kind of like postpartum, right? You may be like, oh, I'm the same size. I mean, I'm the same weight, but my clothes don't fit the same. My body is not the same. So it's very similar. So I want you guys to have that realistic mindset that you may have to just think about things differently, or you may be finding that you're gaining weight and having all this shame, but it's just not a realistic number or size that you're kind of going after. Okay. Um, and so I put that out there because if you're not used to hearing those things, you could feel like you're losing your mind, right? Like if you're like, I didn't realize I could be gaining weight with perimenopause, mainly because you didn't realize that you could start being in perimenopause, uh, starting at 35. And I, I, talk about this on the podcast and I do episodes on hormones because I think it's so easy for us not to even know these things are happening and you could feel like you're losing your mind. You're like, what is happening with me? So you could, you could be coming out of having a baby. Let's just play this game for a minute. You're coming out of having a baby and say you're 33, you had the baby, right? And then you have your postpartum. Okay. And then what if you're a person who starts perimenopause at 35, 36? I mean, you may be going, what is going on with me? Like, am, am I still dealing with the baby weight? Like, am I still dealing with the hormones from the baby? Or maybe you're still nursing and then you drop nursing and then you're like, oh, maybe it's because I'm not breastfeeding anymore. And then and then maybe you find out, no, actually, maybe I'm in perimenopause. I mean, this is the reality, you guys. So I think I, I say all this so that you don't feel like something's wrong, that there could be something hormonally off and could be impacting you, okay? And and it can be very eye-opening once you know these things. So like go by, going back to the weight, for the most part, I don't struggle with food and, and my weight. And um, But again, that doesn't look like I never have to think about it or alter what I'm doing. It just doesn't look like how it used to, where it was almost an obsession. It was almost like a part-time job. So if you relate to this, I get it. And I don't feel that way anymore. That doesn't mean though that my weight doesn't pop up and I go, oh, I need I need to adjust. That doesn't mean that I look at myself and go, yeah, I look exactly the way I want. Nope. Nope. Because listen, when you lose over 50 pounds, your skin doesn't always just bounce back. And especially if you're not 20 years old, you know, and so there's things that I'm like, oh, I don't love that. And, you know, as you get older, your skin starts to get a little bit crepey maybe. And then you're just kind of like, what is this? So all I'm saying is that even though I say all that to you, it doesn't mean that I'm like, oh my gosh, I love everything about me. 
You know, I think we all think that like we're going to lose the weight and we're going to look like we are in our twenties and that's not it. So I just want to, I want to be, I want to be clear about that because I think people do think that and they have these unrealistic expectations. And, um, so what I'm saying is there's certain clothes that I don't like to wear, or it accentuates parts of me that I'm, I don't love, even though I don't, for the most part, struggle with the food and weight. If I could wave a magic wand, there's a lot of things that I would fix and I would pick a certain size that's a lot smaller and be able to maintain that. That's not what that looks like, but I've had to accept that as my whole point. But it doesn't mean that I don't love it. You know, it doesn't mean that I love it all the time is what I'm trying to say, okay? Okay, so I do want to say this though. I think what a lot of people assume is when you get to your goal weight is that there, that that weight is never gonna move again and that it, it will just be perfect. And I want you to think about like your bank account, like, is it the same number every day? No. So can you imagine trying to keep it at the same amount every day? It would drive you mad. So what do you do? You look at it and see what your choices have been. How did you get to where the amount is? And then you start to make choices to help you get back to where you want to be. And that is the same thing with weight. So money in the bank and weight do not same, do not stay the same day to day. Like that is for sure. Like, I mean, that could make you feel really nutso. Okay. So one of the things that I had to do is stop being stuck in the like lose weight, regain cycle and to stop feeling ashamed if I did gain some weight back. So here's the thing. If, if you tend to overeat when you feel intense emotions like shame, then you most likely will gain even more weight and never get out of the cycle. And that's what I was saying earlier that like sometimes you feel shame for gaining and then that puts you into a cycle of like, I'm just going to keep eating because I feel so much shame and then you feel more shame and then you just keep going. So that is the thing that I'm saying. That's where you have to like stop, pause and kind of think about things and don't give up like to turn it around. Okay. So I talk about this a lot on my podcast with my clients and I say, let's focus on B minus work. So the main point of this is to not get focused on being perfect, trying to do A, A, A plus work. Okay. Cause I believe the perfection will get you stuck. And so that you need to eat perfect and then you need to move your body perfectly. And, and then you won't get where you want to go because you'll just be paralyzed. And so I think perfection feels more of that out of control feeling when then it makes you want to eat, you know, and then you're experiencing the weight gain cycle. It, like you just keep going back and forth. That's what I feel like perfection does a lot of times for people. And they can't figure out like how to fix it. And that's where I want you to think about like, how can you focus on B minus work? How can you, you know, get the job done without making it, you know, a full-time job? So I just want you to think about that. Like, how can you do some stuff right now that's more B minus that you're kind of thinking, well, that wasn't going to be good enough. And I'm saying to you, no, it's going to be good enough. So think about that. Like, what do you need to change? That's like, here's your perfect thing. And maybe you need to do this. You do a column of like, if I could do this perfectly, this is what it looked like. And then I would want you to write next to it. What does B minus look like to that? And then start following the B minus and see what results you get. Okay. So that's the first thing I want you to try. Okay. And so I do also want to give you an example, okay? I mentioned a couple times, right, that before, but if you haven't heard this, I want you to, you know, see if you can find yourself in the story, you know, with the whole, like, the pandemic. And then, you know, it's like, but I want you to think about this today. So maybe this was you in the pandemic and you still get had that weight gain and you're still struggling to get it off. But this could be like last week in uh, Snowmageddon or it could be this past summer. I, I, so don't get stuck on me saying the pandemic, but 
what was happening for me is I was like finding shows on Netflix that I loved. And, um, and then I was eating Chex Mix almost every night. And I had stopped snacking like that for the most part when I was losing my weight. And that was one of the things that I worked on that I was like, okay, this doesn't serve me well to keep snacking like this after dinner. And so that was one thing I worked on and I was really proud of myself. Okay. But then the pandemic came and I noticed I was like doing things differently, I think because I was so out of my routine. And so, and you know, as moms, it's like, we're kind of like, this is my time and um, I deserve it. And I've been tired and everybody's been talking to me all day. And you know, you're drinking one glass of wine, two glasses of wine. And then you're like, oh, the next thing you know, you're drinking a box of wine. Okay. Or whatever it may be, like whatever your thing is. Okay. I don't even know why it was Chex Mix. I don't even think I ate Chex Mix that much before. I, I have no idea. I don't know if I just needed something crunchy. Um, it's just weird. Okay. But that's what it was. And so um, I noticed my weight starting to go up and I, and I probably did this for a couple of weeks. And so it's like, can you look back and think about, you know, did you start doing different things during a certain time frame? Might've been eating or drinking or watching more TV. You know, did you stop moving as much? So when I stopped to think about it, what that was going, like what was going on for me, I had to decide, do I want to stop doing this? Because if I didn't, my weight would keep going up. And it, it took me a little bit because I kind of built back that habit a little bit of doing it. And then I realized, oh man, I let this go longer than I had planned. And so this feels a little bit harder to give up. And I want to say this to you, the quicker you can recognize something that you're doing, the easier it will be to stop doing it. The longer you let that go on, it's going to be harder to let that go because now you started building a habit in that direction. Okay. So I want to circle back to the whole rebel, rebel Wilson thing. Okay. So how she feels bad. And I want to remind all of you that this is even to myself, that there is nothing to be ashamed about if you have gained weight or regained weight. I think it's so easy to just kind of, you know, feel so much, you know, shame and just feel ashamed and think like, Oh, I thought I was better than this. I, I thought I figured it out. Right. So I want you to know that there is nothing to be ashamed about if this is you. So you might be wondering, okay, what did I do to get that weight back off? Well, in that instance, I didn't get it back off. Like later that year, like I said, my dad had died. I lost, I mean, I gained another five pounds. And then after that, I'm like, okay, now I'm sitting 10 pounds heavier than my lowest. And I had to decide if I wanted to get that weight back off or stay there. And I decided to stay there. And um, because, you know, we were still dealing with the pandemic at that point. Uh, life was not back to normal. And I didn't want to stress myself even more with getting back down those 10 pounds. So, you know, what I do want to share with you, though, is over the years, have I, as I have maintained my weight, when it does pop up, I will go back to what I did to lose the weight and see if that works. And I say, um, I say this to you because sometimes, you know, it doesn't always work. Like if you're like, like I said, if your hormones are off or something is off, you're taking new medicine or whatever, um, what you did before, it may not work. So you may have to figure this out and you may have to spend a little bit more time and that's okay. Um, but I do want to say that sometimes your weight, it might be hard to budge, Okay, if there's something else going on, but for the most part, sometimes we just come off like what we were doing to get us to where we are, and if we can kind of just get back to that, then you know we'll see the scale start turning down or your clothes will start fitting better. Okay, so 
let's go back to the gaining the weight. Some of the things that I notice when people gain weight is usually things in their life have changed. So maybe they've moved, maybe someone died, they got divorced, they're starting a new job, they had a baby, you know, and so their mental focus shifted. And, and that is what Rebel Wilson was saying in her, in this article is that she was writing a book and I think she was working more and she had a small baby. So it doesn't surprise me that she gained some weight. I think she lost a lot of her weight during the pandemic and maybe she had like way more time on her hands. Um, and so that's going to look very different than doing big projects and then having a baby. And so, you know, that just, that obviously looks very different. And I don't think she had her baby. Um, so like, cause that's an obvious, it's like, oh, duh, your body's going to change. I don't even think she had her baby. What I'm saying, even not having her baby you're still getting up with the baby. Your your life is different. We all know this, you know, as moms. And so, um, so to me, it's not that surprising, especially when she had all this time. She's from Australia. Like, I don't think she went back to Australia. Australia was like really locked down. And so maybe for her, she's like, okay, what am I doing? I'm not acting right now. Um, I might as well just get in shape and start eating really well. And I can focus on this. Like it's my job. Okay. So I want to go back and point out here though, if you did lose weight and keep it off for some time and then gain some back. Don't jump too fast to saying it was a fluke because I think that does happen with people and that you lost it, you know, and then you're like, well, I guess that was just, I was lucky because when you let your mind do that, your mind will then go, okay, well, I might as well go back to eating how we used to. Do you see how that's like, it's like a trap. It's like, you're like, well, that was a fluke. I was just lucky. And then your brain's like, okay, so let's go prove you wrong and then start eating how you used to eat. So let me remind you too, when you're at your heaviest, you were eating to maintain that weight. So you don't want to just think, well, that was a fluke and go back to eating 4,000 calories or whatever it was, unless you want to maintain that higher weight. You see how easily it would be to say, oh, well, and then just think black and white versus just sitting in the gray and say, okay, can I get back to my lowest weight? Is that realistic for where I am in my life right now? Can I put the effort in and it will work? So if not, then maybe you need to think, what do I think about you know, being where I am now? Does this feel good? Am I able to do the things that I had wanted when I dreamt of losing the weight from the beginning, but just sitting at a higher number, right? Like, so- just think about this. If you were, you know, 300 pounds and you got to 200, even though maybe you got down to 170 and then you popped back up to 200. Yeah, that is going to feel different, 30 pounds up. But if you were starting at 300, 200 is going to feel really good. Okay. Your body is not carrying that much. Uh, it's not carrying hundred pounds of weight. So that's what I really want you to think about, because I think it can get really easy to go, well, I feel the 30 pounds that I gained back. And, you know, I suck. Like that is what happens. That's what we do to ourselves. So I want, I want to remind you that I want you to remember where you started, okay? And what would you have been excited about getting to? And if you can remember when you were going down, when did you start to feel good? And just remind yourself of that, okay? So maybe you say, you know, I'm willing to hang here for some time until you're ready to put more focus on it. Um, but maybe you're thinking, no, I want to get back down. And then the question becomes, what steps, you know, did you take to get where you were before? And do you have the capacity to do those steps again? The challenge here is to be brutally honest with yourself, okay? Because your brain is going to be like, yeah, I, I want to get back, you know, and I totally want to do this. But if you really pull back the layers, you might find a different answer. You may 
you may be like, you know, I don't, I don't have that right now, the capacity to do it, even though, yes, I, I do want to do it, but I, I don't know if I can put that work in. So even when I say that, you know, I don't, you know, mean you can't be a person that manages their weight, you know, in a way that, let me think about like, let me think about how I want to say this. Okay. Um, if you find yourself in a situation that you've never been in, okay, and it really starts to stretch you, it can give you like some challenges. Like, so if you're a person who is used to managing their weight, but they, but you were managing your weight without having these challenges going on, that's what I was trying to say before, and it starts to stretch you, you may find that you just need to give yourself some grace and say, you know what, I need to figure this part of my life out. And when I feel like I have done that, then I will resume and, you know, getting, and I'll get the weight back off. But for now, I'm just going to maintain and focus on not gaining. So if you're finding yourself in a season that is really stretching you and it's not familiar and and it's very unknown and you're just like, I can't, I can't figure this out. It's okay. I would just say, all right, I'm going to put a pen in it and it's, I'm going to hold it. And my goal is to not gain. I'm going to just maintain because this is really, really stretching me. Okay. So I didn't, you know, cause here's the thing. I didn't change the way I thought about myself. You know, I kept my identity for the most part and tried to offer myself compassion as much as I could when my weight would pop up, you know, and that, and one thing that I want to mention is if you don't, if you don't know that I have young girls, I do. And so I, I don't want them to have to deal with this like I did. And so in all of this, I have this bigger picture of even when I'm like, oh, it'd be so easy to be so hard on myself and say really mean things and be like, how did you do this? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, do I want the girls being like this? No, I don't want this. I don't want this for them. So sometimes having to think bigger can keep me from like going off the deep end and acting in a way that I would not want them to see with me and then model that for down the road, like changing that, you know, um, changing like the generations of, you know, that they're not having to do that. And then they're not having to figure that out with their kids and blah, 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 blah. Right. And so I do think, um, to like for them, they have different body types than me. I think they're going to be longer and leaner, lucky them and, uh, might have it somewhat easier. I'm not saying that it's going to be completely easy. We are women that live in the U S so, um, and we just get bombarded with what we should look like. Um, so I'm not saying that they're just going to be like, Oh yeah, I think this is going to be amazing. No, there's still women in the United States. And so, um, I heard, um, I, I was listening or reading an article and it said that girls get their body images from their moms. And I want you guys to think about the stories like we've heard growing up, you know, especially think about the moms that like were drinking tab, you know, and t- the soda um, and, you know, eating everything fat free, especially in the eighties, nineties. Okay. And they're always on a diet, Dexatrim, you know, and focusing on their weight and how that impacted their life. My mom didn't do that. And so, but like, I know so many women who grew up with their moms constantly on diets. And so this is what I'm saying. I've worked really hard to be careful what my focus is, not talking about losing weight. And when I gain some weight back to not let it be known that it's a huge problem. And don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. Like I was saying, I made let things slip that I go, Oh, that probably wasn't the best. Like, I kind of wish I didn't say that like that. Right. Um, but I don't want this to be a cycle 
that just continues on with my girls. So I want them to see a mom who works at making good decision, makes sleep a priority, drinks water, moves her body to get it stronger, you guys, okay? Like my girls are never going to see me working out to be like, I need to lose weight. Like I even said, like I noticed my 12 year old, she was like noticing like on the treadmill, she jumped on it and she was like, oh, it it said I only burned this many calories. And then she realized like eating somewhere how many calories was in a burger or something. I'm like, and I said, yeah, like you can't like hope to work out and and eat bad. Like it, it's like, that doesn't work very well. Like, and so, you know, they're never going to hear me be like, I need to work out because I ate bad. They're going to hear me. This is what they hear me say. Well, they don't even hear me. They see me. Okay. Especially during the snow break. Okay. I'm just going to call it snow break. They saw me because they were all up in my space. All right. My youngest like decides to get a book and a blanket and read on the weight bench while I'm working out. Okay. So they just see it. They know that I want to be stronger. They know that I want to, you know, be able to move um, when I'm older. They know that, you know, it's important for like your for your muscles to, you know, build the muscles, keep your muscles. And those are the things that they kind of hear me talk about. And mobility, they'll see me doing stretches. I'm not always as good at that, but to be able to move, to bend, you know, all these things, that's what they hear me say, or they see me doing. And that's, that's what I really want for them. Okay. I don't want them to see me punishing myself because I ate cake yesterday, or like I need to work out for a certain amount of time because I ate a certain weight. That's not what I'm doing. I I'm moving because it feels good. And I want my body to feel good. And I want to take care of my body as best as I can. Okay. So that, that too. So I want you to think about that when you're, when you're wanting to like shame yourself, I want you to think about if your daughter was having this, if you don't have a daughter, think about having a daughter or think about someone's friend who has a daughter. If they were thinking the same way as you were because they gained weight, how would you feel? And how would you tell them to be like, you know, if you heard them talking like that, I want you to, I want you to think that way so that you can think that way to to yourself. Okay. So I think what stands out to me though, is like just having the mindset that I will figure this out. Sure. There's going to be times I let myself sit in the pity and go, why is this happening? Why is this hard? What's going on? This isn't fair. Yes. There's going to be those times, but I just make sure to not stay there too long I always keep moving forward. Even if there are times, listen, listen, ladies, I want you to hear what I say. I always try to keep moving forward. Even if there are times that I am taking steps back. Yes, there are going to be times I'm taking steps back and I keep going. And even if I have to pause or go really, really slow, I find myself moving forward. So I want you to think about that. Okay. So I want to encourage you keep moving forward. Even if you have to take steps back, or you have to pause or move slower than you would like. And lastly, if you find yourself gaining some weight because your life is challenging right now, can you add support? Okay. I want you to think about the support system here. Okay. I'm going to give you some options. Can you reach out to friends or family and see if they can help you? So where are you having the problems right now? That's where I want you to think, where am I having the problems and where would support come in and it would help my life? So can you hire someone to either watch the kids or help with the house? Can you get help with your business that you are struggling with? Like there's certain things that you're not good at. Can you hire someone? Can you reach out to friends and set up coffee dates, letting them know you are struggling and you just need 
like someone to hear you. Like you just need to talk it out. Can you afford counseling or hire a coach and have somebody hold you accountable and just walk you through things, you know, help you with the process? You know, can you get the support to help you with what is making your life harder? So those are the things that I really want you to think about because that's a lot of times when the weight kind of comes in is when all of that that I just described is going on. And you guys, if you want to like have a coach and you're interested in a life coach, a certified life coach, if you didn't hear last week, I talked about like, what's the difference between diet plans and like a certified life coach. Listen to that. Okay. If you're not as familiar with that, uh, to give you an idea, but if you want to see what it's like to be coached, I offer free 30 minute coaching sessions so that it gives you an idea of what it feels like what it feels like to work with me, my personality. Um, do we vibe well? Do you even like the concept? You may be like, I don't like this concept, right? And so that's why I do it risk-free. So you just have to go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching and grab a time. If you don't see a time, you guys, just email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com. Or if you're on Instagram, you can follow me um, at mominspiredliving and message me there. And um, just reach out to me. Like say, hey, I want to try this 30-minute coaching call. See if this is even like something I like. Um, take advantage of it. Like, or find whatever you need, what support you need, find it. If you're trying to figure out what support you need and you want to be coached on that in your 30-minute free session, I'm happy to do that to figure out like what exactly are you needing? Maybe you don't need a coach, maybe you need a housekeeper. Okay, maybe that is what would really help you. Like, I'm not here to like push you to be like, you need coaching um, when you need a babysitter. Like, so, um, but sometimes you need an outside person to kind of help you and kind of like step back and see your life to be like, okay, yeah, like, listen, I'm not going to push anybody to sign up with me. Like that, that's not my, that's not my style. Uh, My style is um, what do you, what do you probably need the most? And like, how do we get you to get that? Like that, that's really kind of what it is. I'm all for that. Right. Um, so, so grab the time, take advantage of it. See, see if that's a good fit for you, or we can just come up with something brainstorm for you. Okay. And then you can come up with a plan. So just remember you guys don't feel ashamed. If you gained weight, just listen back to this episode and write down stuff. If this was like something you were just doing when you were driving or walking or exercising and go through this and then see what you need to do to help you get that weight back off or to put a pause on it, you know, and that's okay too. Um, you know, I really, my goal is to help women change their weight for the last time so that they don't have to struggle with it for the rest of their life. And, um, that is a passion of mine. That's why I became a life coach. Um, and so I, I really do want to help you guys. So, uh, take advantage of the 30 minute call and listen to this again. All right. Talk to you soon. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to the podcast this week. If this podcast means something to you, it would mean so much to me if you'd be willing to take 30 seconds to do three things, follow or subscribe to the mom inspired show. This means that you will never miss an episode. It also helps me to keep bringing you relevant content and more amazing guests because these are the numbers that they look at when deciding to come on certain podcasts. Also, if you have the time, I would love if you would leave a five-star podcast review and share the show with your friends. You can do this wherever you listen to the podcast. Till next time, bye-bye.